Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Tech Talk. Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of Vacuuman, who sponsored this program, uh, is with us once again. Uh, I'm going to throw a curve at you here because I, I didn't tell you we were going to talk about this today, but I want to get your read on uh, the announcement from Meta today that they are starting to block <laughs> news content. Well, but let's first of all, I want to talk about some of the great work that you do with uh, with the Rotary Club here in Hamilton because I know you're very active and very passionate about that. And then we'll get into those bad guys uh, with That's Mark right. and everybody else. But uh, you guys got a program coming up, which I think is going to be very, very helpful for young kids. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, you know what, we've seen in the years with literacy program, I mean, I'm part of the Rotary Club of Hamilton. So a big shout out to the club because these this is an example of how a service club that's over 100 years old in this city contributes. So uh, this is a call out, actually, Bill. It's not only just an announcement, it's actually a call out. If you have any uh, uh, friends uh, that are in the inner city and as costs have increased and the cost to do anything, especially during summer, um, it can be uh, pretty much tied on the pocketbook. The Rotary Club of Hamilton has our summer literacy camp and it's absolutely free. Now, this is for kindergarten to grade five. Registration is open now and you can register by June 28th. It's two weeks July 17th to the 28th. Um, you can go to the rotaryclubhamilton.com. You can register your, your child if they're between kindergarten and grade five. This is amazing, Bill, because it's absolutely free. We're, it, it's completely covered. And you would meet at Kathy Weaver School in downtown Hamilton. We have a bus ready to take the kids at 815. We'll take them up to Pauline Johnson Elementary School. Uh, we have singing, dancing. Of course, we do reading. Um, and I'm going to just... I'm prefacing this right now. No child will be sitting on an iPad, standing in a corner, not communicating. <laughs> there, this is tech talk, and I love tech, but this is the one area for two weeks you're going to want to be able to have your kids interact and communicate. And then they'll bust them back by 1 p.m. So anyway, it's registration is on right now. Uh, if you have a granddaughter, grandchild, grandson, uh, or your child, and you're like, geez, I'd love to send you to camp. I just can't afford it. Well, the Rotary Club of Hamilton is going to contribute to that. And if you could register, all the information's online rotaryclubhamilton.com and again very proud of that as vacuum man is very much uh, involved in this club and this is one of the great warm things we do for our community good excellent stuff and fabulous program all right uh, what the hell is mark zuckerberg well we know what he's doing because uh, they threatened yeah. to do this i mean this all has to do with this uh, provincial federal legislation uh, that's being debated about content and who's responsible for content and who gets compensated uh, and a lot of that's included in a bill called c18 the online news act uh, which mm -hmm. has already passed uh, Parliament, and uh, it's just waiting for uh, royal assent, uh, which is probably going to happen in the next few days. And he threatened at the time, well, Meta did, not just Zuckerberg, uh, that they were going to start shutting some Canadians out. And they're already doing it. The, the bill's not technically a law yet. It's, it hasn't been passed into law. But they're starting to shut uh, Canadians out uh, from some news sources here. They say only That's about right. 5% of all the people in here, but you don't know whether or not you're going to be one of them, do you? No, you don't. It's it's a random layout. Uh, and again, this was discussed right back at the beginning when this was coming through. The conversation was in, in fact, you and I discussed this. It was in, uh, I don't know if Canada's got the clout that Australia had, but when they did this in Australia, and there was a lot of you know pushback on a different capacity, but it's on the same scale. The difference that we're seeing that, uh, and again, I'm speaking as if I'm, you know, from Meta or Facebook, if you will. Here's why I think, Bill, uh, that we're seeing this happen. Number one, Meta is a giant. Its algorithms are complex. I mean, last week we know they just got a billion-dollar European uh, Union fine from uh, from Ireland. We know that they're getting a lot of heat 
from different aspects of the privacy information that they have. Apple has come out and they've set up their their algorithms to basically block their ads. Facebook, Meta, uh, you know, they are in the advertising game. Now, here's the here's the thing. They're already changing the algorithms because it's not going to be easy once Bill, you know, we see the Bill C18 coming into effect, it's going to become a problem, not just for Meta, but for any of the streaming platforms, media platforms and sharing platforms. They're going to have a it's not like a oh, okay, well sure, we'll adapt to your to your laws. Those are very easy. Hey Bill, can you make some changes? It's a very complex thing. The algorithms, the the elements within it, um, it's going to be involved. So this is, uh, again, you know, uh, from Meta's perspective, they're looking at, I see it from an algorithm and the time it takes. When you just got a fine for 1.5, 1.3 billion in Europe for not complying to their rules, this is probably what they're doing is they're saying, we got to be proactive here. Because, and again, that's what the element's going to be, Bill, um, is that when this passes and when it, when it's in effect, if they don't comply and they don't follow the regulations, they're going to get a fine. They're going to get fined. They're going to get heat. And this is this is the proactive results of what we have to uh, uh, accept is that if we're going to lay down laws and we're going to say, here's how we need to do it. And, and the liberals want to say, we're helping protect Canadians. Uh, you know, this is a private corporation that's been hit constantly it's it's in the it's in the ring and it's losing constant battles against uh regulated government bodies that are doing this so i see it as uh they had no choice well i i think they do have a choice so i'm going to push back on that because as you say they just don't like the fact that there, there are going to be some guardrails put in place here uh and they've lost this battle every other country that they've done this in yes. and they got fined for losing this battle uh when are they going to just come back and learn that okay this is the new reality the free ride which is what they've had for the last number of years is going to be over and it's not just canada that's doing this it's everybody and, yes. and yeah and, i mean canada and all they did in australia game. i mean yeah yeah cut a deal they should sit down with these providers and say, let's find a compensation deal. But they don't even want to do that now. And and uh, it, yeah. uh, and we're suffering. I mean, you know, it was the government is doing what every other government in the free world has done with Medi. And, and now they're pushing back on this just like they did in the other ones. And they've lost every time. So uh, I guess the best advice here for Canadian consumers here is uh, if you're one of them, uh, too bad. I, I really feel badly for you. If I'm one of them, I feel really bad for me. Uh, <laughs> but it, at some point, they're going to have to come to the table and, and negotiate a deal because this isn't going to go on forever. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Uh, more to come on this, as they say in the business. Hey, Elon Musk uh, finally got approval for this uh, human brain implant thing you were talking about. What's the latest on that? Well, this is interesting. We've talked about it before. And there's a lot of, again, this is still up for debate. I mean, of course, with everything Elon Musk succeeds at, he always gets a little bit of a uh, flack for. So Neuralink just got FDA approval. And officially, they have given the green light for uh, Neuralink, one of Elon Musk's companies, to be able to embed a microchip, which is about the size of a coin, to be implemented in a in the brain of, the, of a human. So they've been testing it right now on monkeys. They've done it on pigs. In fact, they were even this is where the uh, evidence had shown success is that they were able to show that a uh, an actual pig was able to play a video game using controls between the computer and having it be able to link with the system itself. So um, it's a milestone in the U.S. with the FDA's approval. And again, not to control people to play video games. The intention is to help people with mobility issues, visual uh, challenges, uh, you know, uh, and otherwise to be able to get those motor skills back. Now, ironically, Bill, 
This is on the same day that Elon Musk made his retweet of approval from the FDA to say, guess what? Neuralink can now implant uh, microchips in Switzerland. In 2018, it was already approved and they were able to, uh, a neuroscientist from the Swiss Federal Institute of Technology announced on the same day, by the way, ironically, I don't think it was timed. I think it was just one of those uh, ironic moments of Neuralink separate from the Swiss Federal Institute that's been doing a study showed that in 2018, they helped a 40-year-old man who was disabled and paralyzed. They actually did a microchip uh, implant in his brain, and he was paralyzed down. He had no motor skills from the neck down. And within 10 minutes of of coming out of uh, the surgery, uh, he started to have sensation in his legs. He's now able to walk with a with a walker. He can get out of a wheelchair. Um, of course, he's not running and, and doing any marathons or otherwise. But the fact is, uh, I mean, as much as, yay, Neuralink got approval in the U.S., in Switzerland, they've already shown him proof that it's working in human trials. So this could change a lot of the uh, elements of those with uh, limitations and otherwise that, you know, the year 2023 and on um, could be a big, big uh, alteration where where we may not have the, the word disability won't exist is pretty much where I'm going with that, Bill. Did you see the video on this? That's amazing. I saw this on the news the other day. Yeah, it is. I mean, the fact that they they linked it up to a system and and they're able to control the this is our bodies are amazing that, you know, we're electrical devices, you know, conducting through water and able to link the message to our nerve systems. I mean, uh, it's only things we've ever read about in books are actually existing. This is the thing. Uh, remember Christopher Reeves, the, the Superman, yes. side, who, he had a spinal action and passed away as a result of complications after the years. But this is the thing that he kept espousing, you know, and, and trying to raise money for. Uh, yes. And and the technology, it looks like it's finally caught up with it. Sadly, you know, not for him, but but for others, too. But it just shows you the, the, the dedication and the science that goes into this sort of thing. And uh, I, I was amazed when I saw the video on this because this – you know, this individual was in a similar situation to, to Christopher Reeve. And, and now, you know, like you say, with the aid of a walker, uh, they're mobile again. It's, it's fascinating yes. what science can do. Listen, we got to do a quick break and come back and uh, lots more to talk about, uh, including uh, a certain kind of dog, a special kind of dog. You're listening to the Bill Kelly Show podcast on 900 CHML. Tech Talk, Adam Oldfield. Uh, we do this every Friday at 1135. Brought to you by Vacuum Man. Uh, the poor robotic doggy. Uh, didn't put on the big show that everybody thought they were going to do. What's going on with this story? You know, first of all, I find it uh, extremely comical about the fact that, um, you know, it was actually entered. It was a YouTuber who's very famous for doing crazy things. And, uh-huh. and by the way, he has an actual dog. Thought, you know what? Are we in a day and age we could be able to order a, a robotic dog and be able to enter it into into a contest, which we see they do many contests. So this was in the UK, and the it, it was a unique robot you can buy online. Um, it's called the Unitree Go One. So if you're interested in buying one and want one, uh, it's about four thousand dollars Canadian. Comes in a box, you put it together, program it, and it will follow you around, walk with you, and I I want to say cuddle. But this YouTuber put it to the test. 
And it was actually quite comical. He he entered it into into the uh, uh, into the competition. Um, it was not able to participate in the swimming competition. Uh, it it uh, <laughs> was not reasons. able to jump. It ran through all of the uh, uh, all the poles. Um, it did it did do very well around the cones. Um, and then finally in the race, the fastest dog competition, uh, it just didn't have a chance. So uh, I think we can say. The robotic dog shows of the future are not here yet. And followed by, uh, there's nothing better than the real thing and how and what they're capable of doing. So if you get a chance, you might want to check it out. Uh, if you just want to do a robot dog competition, uh, and and it was proven. It actually broke down and uh, by the final competition, Bill. It was uh, the, the, the legs fell off. Um, so, <laughs> again, no fear, folks, that robot dogs are going to take over the world. That's that old Motown song. Ain't nothing like the real thing. That's what you need. Uh, Department of Energy cracking down on on light bulbs. And, uh, well, we saw this coming, didn't we? Yeah, the Department of Energy has made the official announcement that they have now banned the sale of all condescent light bulbs. I'm sorry, folks, those that just love their condescent bulbs, those moments of being able to get them at the dollar store and going, they're cheaper. Yeah, they're more expensive. Sure, they use a lot of electricity. However, they are officially gone. As of this year, You are they are not allowed to be produced or sold in North America. So, I mean, it's not like we're going to be out of light bulbs. And most people are buying leds or compact fluorescent light bulbs anyways bill so it's not like we're going to be like oh no the lights are out we're not what are we going to do i like to think of this as an opportunity where i like to share that when something like this of an announcement is is uh has been made that you may want to pick up a package like buy the last candescent light bulb you know and just have it as a memory as you know as instead you know you might be able to put it on as your grandchildren or great-grandchildren say this was how we used to light the room. Um, so if you're looking for a nostalgic uh, moment of, of, you know, putting into a time capsule, take it to, you know, put it in the grave with you or whatever. But this is the end of the candescent bulb, Bill. That's it. It's over. Done. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I was that guy years ago. Like, you know, the, okay, they're taking the penny out of circulation. I'm going to save a couple because someday these are going to be collector's items. And I did the same thing with the $2 bill. And uh, they're sitting in a drawer someplace worth nothing. So uh, yeah. if you want to go ahead and buy the bulbs, knock yourself out. But I don't, I, I, I don't see these, you know, being one of these things that you're going to see on Antiques Roadshow anytime soon. You had <laughs> talked uh, about uh, some of the technology that's going on right now with, uh, with travel uh, and uh, this hypersonic powered hydrogen powered jet uh which not only got in the air but actually did a hell of a job this is a a us to australia flight in just four hours four hours and where we spoke about it on tech talk uh a few months back um i think it was last year i was going through my notes when i try to reference things that i bring back up and uh it was under the assumption the hydrogen powered jet could be developed and could help speed the ability of of uh flight and at the time, we discussed back in the days when the Concorde was able to travel at Mach 2, uh, you know, and it could only fly over the ocean because of the breaking the sound barrier. Um, this has now been tested in December. They, they ran the test and they were able to actually make a hypersonic hydrogen powered jet, which is now going into circulation. They're actually claiming that by next year, this company out of Switzerland has now put together the development of this amazing jet. Yes. It will now, you can now travel or will, I shouldn't say not now, but you have the ability and soon will be able to fly from U.S. to Australia in, in four hours. 
and that's five times the sound uh, uh, faster than sound. Five times faster than sound. That's Mach five. So um, you you probably wouldn't feel it when you're in in the jet, obviously, because it's all relative. But just yeah, you, the days of a 17 to 22 hour flight are also going to be gone. And within three years, uh, three to five years, we should be able to buy a commercial flight using hydrogen powered. Which means, by the way, Bill, that's it's clean flight. That's that's not only fast. It's clean. There's less uh, pollution and otherwise to be uh, uh, made. But anyway, yeah, pretty soon it's going to be, hey, you want to go to uh, Cuba or you want to go to Australia? Same time, uh, different jet, but we'll be, uh, mm -hmm. we'll be able to get there without wasting many times flying in the air. Literally got about a minute, but I want to squeeze this in because this is how uh, AI can even have an impact on the arts. Uh, this was in Leipzig, the opera house there. Yes, that's right. This is the very, again, everybody wants to be the first when we come to robotics. It's robotic ballet. So what they've done is created a ability. Uh, it's taking place May 29th to July 8th in Germany. Uh, it is a first, uh, again, artist musician, Harry Yeff, has created the ability of a dancing ballet that um, it it's robotically built with a, an algorithm teaching it the arts of what it needs to do. Now, I'm no ballet expert, but, uh, you know, tippy toes and I'm, I'm going to use all the wrong vernacular when it comes to describing ballet, but it will kick, it will jump, it will dance, and it's going to its own theme. So they've developed uh, an artificial intelligence like a brain to make the robot dance using um, imagery and history of similar ballet dance routines. And it's the first time in the world that the, a robot using AI um, is learning and now going to perform uh, in its first ballet ever. So I, I don't know what to call They're calling it an, an AI ballet, artificial intelligent ballet. I think it's more of a robotic ballet, but because it's using history of dance uh, uh, actions and, and movements, um, they're claiming it to be an AI ballet for the first time ever. Again, it's going to be May 29th to July 8th. If you're interested in your, you love ballet, uh, it's called fusion is, is the term. Uh, and it's definitely going to be mind blowing difference from what we're used to. Remarkable stuff. Uh, this is Tech Talk. We do this every Friday, 1135, brought to you by Vacuumen with uh, host Adam Oldfield, who is, of course, the president and CEO of uh, Vacuumen. We're right out of time. A great show, as always. Thanks so much for this. Uh, have a great weekend. We'll talk again next Friday. Thanks, Bill. Take care. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.